0: Called "Fuck Yeah, Come Up, Bud," which is the what I exclaim when I'm watching a very specific kind of movie that stars <laughs> a cop or a military personnel or some kind of agent from the CIA who's just basically fucking shit up and going rogue. And, I'm looking up
1: this list right now.
0: Yeah, and um, it is you know it's the it's Den of Thieves. It's you know 13 oh, fuck, yeah. hours. Yeah, uh, and. I realized something was kind of missing from this list. And what I didn't know is it was one singular movie that I had not seen yet. And I just happened to throw it on. This movie is called Copland directed by James Mangold. Um, Have you heard of it? Have you seen it? Yes.
1: Have I seen this movie? I know of this movie. I don't think I've seen it.
0: So this movie stars Sylvester Stallone and Ray Liotta and Harvey Keitel and Robert De Niro and Michael Rappaport and oh peter and the list goes it's like every you know it's every cop you've ever seen on tv like yeah. literally um and they live in this town i believe it's in new jersey but they all are 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 like new york city cops and the town is basically just populated with cops and the movie is essentially this tale of like interwoven borderline convoluted corruption that mm-hmm. weaves in through these big city cops, but takes place in a really small town. And it is like, it is top-tier, peak police bullshit. Like, it is it is <laughs> De Niro yelling at Robert Patrick, who's yelling at Rayleigh Yoda, who's just, they're all yelling at Harvey Keitel. I mean, it is like exactly what you want out of this kind of a film. And Sly doing like a kind of like counter- uh, performance where he's being very subdued like he's basically stoic the entire time he plays like a half-deaf like sheriff of this town mm-hmm. and this movie rules man this movie is so <laughs> good it is so ridiculous but it's so like the number of lines you can pick out a number of sequences that i'm just like these dudes in a bar talking or these guys in a, in yeah. a, a police chase or you know some weird gunfight on the bridge like whatever it might be it's just like this movie like rounded out the whole list for me where I'm like this is kind of where it stems from. It's like it's not heat yeah. heat is too good. Like this is yeah. like good but in a really ridiculous kind of way. Um so I would suggest anyone watch Copland? it's kind of it's a little brutal it's very it feels like a scorsese movie that's not it's directed by james mangold which i think is really yeah. interesting who i also love as a filmmaker but um yeah man Copland. Ooh, just just good good shit all around <laughs> i'm gonna have
1: to put that on my list <laughs> yeah. i feel like i i've heard about that in the past and like it's fallen from my memory but um
0: yeah no one yeah, talks I'm gonna about
1: have it to, i'm gonna have to dig that one out blow the dust off that one and uh yeah Check it out. Um, I will follow up with something that I think is a very natural succession. Mm. Um, and after last week, when you said you were watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the show, mm-hmm. Jess and I went to start watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm. And about three minutes in, Jess was like, I really would rather watch the original one right now. <laughs> and so you fired um, up. Doug and we Lyman. have watched. We So we fired up Doug Lyman's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the <laughs> origins of Bradgelina and this movie, man, A, this movie's pretty hilariously good. Yeah. Like, not good, good, but, like, Doug Lyman knows how to make an action film. Yes. The thing I'll say is this movie is the quintessential, is, like, the defining movie of this genre. Mm. Like, every spy movie cliche that there is, is a cliche because of this movie.
0: Oh, Interesting
1: you know what i mean like every little thing i mean you know obviously there were spy movies before this but like everything that you're like you roll your eyes at in a spy movie these days is defined by this movie like they're like running you know through a mall and like people are just emptying clip after clip of machine gun fire at them and you're just like so these these guys cannot get hit by bullets right right you know what i mean like They put on these outfits to take them off like two minutes later. Yeah. You know, she like jumps out of like a 30-story window and then just kind of like lands on her feet. And you're like, this is like, so no physics.
0: No. Yeah. Whatsoever.
1: Okay. You know, or like, it's like all of this stuff, but it is like, it is trope incarnate. Like it is literally just so the tipping point of so many movies. Right. Right that you can see now. it's like, and it is like ridiculous. And it's, you know, it's fast. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's the the one thing I'll say about it is Angelina Jolie, I think cannot really do comedy that well. Mm. Whereas you get Brad Pitt. Who's like, do it. It's Brad Pitt is basically just rusty from oceans 11, you know, with, with a machine gun for sure. Um, And Angelina Jolie's going for something there, but the, the comedic aspect of it, doesn't land. And then I mean, yeah. you know, Vince Vaughn and carrie Washington are in there too and it's like right. not quite um you know, she doesn't quite hold up. But this movie is so much fun. Yeah. Like it's just like it's weird to see how many things you can point to be like this is like this define that. And yeah. also I I will throw in at the end there uh we have watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith mm. the show. Yes. Since then yes. um which is also incredible. But Different. But there's so many things in this movie. Like, it doesn't feel like it, but Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the show, is definitely inspired by Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the movie.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Um, There's a whole lot of, like, one-to-one comparisons. Yeah.
0: I have not seen the movie in probably close to 10 years. Um,
1: Streaming on Hulu.
0: Yeah. 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 And, but I remember really enjoying it just being one of those. I I vividly remember the trailer being played on cable all the time. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I feel like if you dig into it in any capacity, it completely falls apart. But But like, if it's a surface level, goofy ass spy movie. Yeah. That's, you know, two main characters are the main characters because they're dating in real life.
0: Right. It's it is like Doug Lyman's bread and butter. It's like don't dig in, but just enjoy yeah. this for what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to rewatch it because I I just I remember liking it a lot. And at, having finished the show now, I'm like, hmm, yeah, I kind of want to see what kinds of comparisons there are there. And like you know, Brad and Angelina at the peak of their power. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going on this kind of like spy espionage kind of thing. Uh, you know, ultra violence, and I'm gonna go with a movie that i texted you about when i checked it off my liam neeson against the world list i watched a walk among the tombstones which is actually <laughs> rated higher than a lot of his movies in this genre um, i know he's a shakespearean actor so it's not you know he's done yeah. really great things but in this kind of a genre
1: liam neeson of uh gangs of new york exactly
0: fame. yeah exactly
1: schindler's list uh, fame. yeah
0: of star wars phantom menace fame um this movie, directed by Scott Frank, stars Liam Neeson as a an ex-cop who has done something heroic, but has bad outcomes in his past, mm-hmm. and thus is kind of on his own and starts to pick up work being like a kind of a private detective trying to help people out. And turns out he starts to help drug dealers out because they have a big problem on their hands. And it has to do with do. corrupt cops. And- this movie is kind of like the cornerstone of what these movies should be because I realize most of the movies he's in that are in this genre are rated PG-13, so they can only go mm. so far, and I like them, you know, the Takens of the of the World and all that and the Commuter and Nonstop, but this one and a couple of the other ones, I think the um, Cold Pursuit is one they just go to a different level that I'm like, it kind of needs to be there for me to get invested in because it's like, sure. You're going to tell me all of this crime is happening. Drug dealers, hor- horrific things are happening, but you don't ever really get the sense that anyone's really in any danger, which I felt with like the movie reptile, which was out recently. It's like, there needs to mm-hmm. be this level of authenticity to it. Authenticity and huge air quotes because it's fucking ridiculous. But, <laughs> This is a movie that I'm like a lot like Hopland is just like debaucherous and like David Harbour is this nasty, nasty villain that you're like has no redeeming qualities at all. And you're kind of like, OK, cool. I can't wait to see what Neeson does to this guy. Dan Stevens yeah. is in this Boyd Holbrook. Like all my dudes are in this movie that I'm like, <laughs> yes, the I, whenever they show up, I'm all about them. Um, but it is literally just trash crime, corrupt cops. With the best of them, featuring brutal, sadistic, ridiculous villains, drug empires, and of course, Liam Neeson, who just is here to take the whole thing down. and so in the his arc of this kind of film, this is in the top probably five for me. It's like it's it's pretty compelling. it's not good, but it's like compelling enough, yeah, you know, um, and, yeah, a walk, among the, a, a walk Among the Tombstones is kind of an outlier to me because I'm like, hmm, they kind of push the boundary a bit here. Like, there's some fucked up yeah. shit going on that's
1: – Something else at play than the normal. Yeah,
0: I'm like, Neeson, you know, trying to find his daughter who nothing really happens to, that's great. But watching it's – cra- it's some crazy stuff happens in this movie. So all I right. would say if that interests you at all, check it out. You could do a lot worse.
1: Nice. Um, I feel like we kind of have a theme going here on this one that I'm going to keep playing into. (laughs) Um, we will get to other stuff in a minute, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about, um, watching the sum of all fears. I don't know this, which is a spy. It's a Jack Ryan movie. It's, um, Hmm. so, you know, there's the Jack Ryan movies from the nineties. This is the one from 2002 with Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck as Jack Ryan. Sure. Um, And then, so, you know, we have, I think it's Alec Baldwin in the first one uh, in The Hunt for Red October, Mm -hmm. Patriot Games, and Clear and Present Danger with Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. Then we got The Sum of All Fears with uh, Ben Affleck. And then we got Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit with um, Chris Pine. Chris
0: Pine. And then I Um, think
1: Jack Ryan Krasinski. Well, then Krasinski's, yeah, Yeah. Jack Ryan on the TV show, yeah. Um, This movie is really bizarre. Um, I think- (laughs) I think of all of those, having watched, I think all of those at this point, Mm -hmm. um, I haven't watched the TV show, but The Hunt for Red October is the strongest. Mm. Uh, I would say uh, Harrison Ford is probably the strongest Jack Ryan. Mm. This one with Ben Affleck and um, I mean, it's an insane cast. It's Ben Affleck. It's Leif Schreiber. It's uh, Morgan Freeman. James Cromwell plays the part. plays the president. Oh God. Um, <laughs> okay. And then it's like, it's the early 2000s. So it's all of those guys that, you know, by face that just like play dudes that are in like a president's cabinet.
0: Of course. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like you're talking like Philip Baker hall and, uh, Philip Baker hall. Alan Baker uh, and, you know, like all these yeah. guys, um, this movie is fine. <laughs> um, like it's kind of just, I, I, it has a special place and I've always wanted to watch it. Cause, uh, it was playing in the movie theater I worked at in high school when I first started working there. Uh. Um, But uh, I mean, it's your classic, like Russian American standoff, you know, um, with this weird kind of like neo-Nazi splinter group. That's trying to manipulate everything. It's like a really weird kind of setup. Yeah. And the only thing I'll say without giving anything away is like, you kind of get, a sense, like I mean, all of these follow the same kind of pattern. It's like he, danger, 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 race against time, race against time. Hero saves the day at the end. Blah, blah, blah. Sure, like this movie heads to that direction and then gets to the end mm-hmm. of of the expected, like story structure but that's there's, But you get there and there's still half an hour to this movie. Good God. Or like even 40 minutes to this movie. And not in like a bad way. It's yeah. just like a big thing happens <laughs> that you're like, so now we're like racing towards this and then this thing happens and we're gonna veer off and like, holy shit, that changed everything. We're gonna go to a completely different ending to this movie. Good Lord. And I was not expecting it at all. Yeah. And I kind of it kind of made me go, holy shit. <laughs> And then, like, you know, and then it follows itself through to the end. Sure, yeah. But, like, it's a a weird movie. It's, like, Ben Affleck before he had his gravitas about him, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, like, it's not far off of him finding that, so.
0: Right, right.
1: um, This was my Saturday morning one because I was just kind of, like, I can't do, like, I just want a dumb 90s action movie right now right yeah and that is what this is
0: it's the guy so, who directed sneakers and field of dreams yeah. and band yeah. of brothers
1: yeah like it's like or it's one not them. a yeah it's not a bad setup you know what i mean and it's not poorly done it's just kind of like one of those i don't know they don't if this was made today like the stakes would be so much higher
0: yeah yeah, like
1: this would th- this couldn't get made anymore like this because of all of the superhero stuff out there. Like they'd have to like raise the stakes like way higher. Yeah, yeah. which like is an insane thing to say considering like what happens. Right,
0: so. right, exactly. But it has to be more, like it has to feel bigger, you know. Which I get. Yeah. I, I mean, I get that. But um, oh, so, so I don't weird. know.
1: This is like might be worth a watch. Uh, maybe i don't know
0: i didn't know it existed so that's interesting yeah <laughs> ben affleck as jack ryan okay
1: <laughs> it's yeah i'm like i keep being in my head i'm like is it the jack with the weakest jack ryan movie and i'm like it, mm. it might be but shadow recruit is pretty bizarre yeah. so i i don't know
0: oh very weird that's so strange i'm looking at the poster and i'm just like what
1: <laughs> yeah well and like jack ryan shadow recruit there was directed by uh kenneth brana which is just like the weird that's like when i went on that kenneth brana trip last year
0: yeah he's just like that thor yeah you know some more shakespeare (laughs) yeah okay anyway very strange very odd um i don't know if i'm gonna check it out but we'll see i mean i love me some morgan freeman love me some ben affleck you know as long as it's not totally unwatchable. I will, I
1: will put it this way, and I'll see. So if if you think you're not gonna say it, and I feel fine about this because it's literally in the blurb mm. on the letterbox thing though. So like they set off a nuclear bomb. Oh sure. Like in like in a populated area. There you go.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're just like, oh don't wanna do shit. that. <laughs> like we we were racing to have this bomb not go off. And then it goes off. And then the bomb went off and you're like, you're oh, like, oh
0: fuck. shit. So now <laughs>
1: oh fuck that up it's gonna
0: do with the fallout of this situation yeah wow um that honest to god made me more interested in the movie
1: um (laughs) which is why it's probably in the uh the caption there because like trying to sell it without that comment is is a a
0: little insane Um, interesting
1: undertaking as i've just under discovered right
0: yeah very very odd i don't quite know what to think about that but honestly what did you watch it on prime
1: uh, max
0: max okay eh, it might make its way into my queue it might we'll this is one of those
1: ones I was like deep scrolling like, into max hmm. because I couldn't find anything I really wanted to hit play on yeah and then it's like some of all fears I'm like cool okay. looks good to me yeah looks good to me.
0: <laughs> oh god I'm gonna wrap my section up with a theater watch the only theater watch I believe that I that I did this past week Um, this is one that I really wished I had seen in a theater when it came out and I was bummed at watching it on my TV because me and my roommate we were like, well, should have seen that in a theater and that's Dune. Uh, I got to mm. go and see this reissued in IMAX, which is great because this came out in like 2021. It was like still a weird- Okay, like, new Dune, not No, not Lynch's Dune. No, no, no. Okay. Although they did play the trailer for a reissue of that before this and I was like, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just have to say Denis Villeneuve may be the best technical filmmaker that we have right now Yeah, because the way that he pulls together this entire film, which on – I mean, I've seen it three times. This is my third watch of the film. It is such deep – dorky nerdy sci-fi the likes Mm -hmm. of which we just don't see at all like at all like way further than anything like star wars or star trek it is like so heady and so in the lore Mm -hmm. but it works so damn well i mean i saw it with someone who'd (laughs) never seen it before and then two people who had seen it before yeah and everyone came out of it like yeah that movie fucking rules and it does i mean everything comes together the storytelling the acting the writing the cinematography the set design and the overall scope of everything it's hard to pull a movie like this off as we've seen and he does it with grace and i'm like you know i'm so over the moon for the next one and i'm just like The guy doesn't miss. I mean, Denis Villeneuve does not miss. It's true. And Dune is just like holy shit, man! How how did you do this? How did you do this? It just it still blows me away. Um, If you haven't seen Dune, watch it. It's really really good. Even if you're not into sci-fi, it's really just a like a quality film. Um, And man, I can't wait to get back in there and go back to Arrakis because seeing this on in IMAX on that the way it's supposed to be seen. I mean, it just kind of takes your breath away. Like looking at the vistas and the the flawless integration of CGI. I'm like, you know, you go back and you watch some Marvel stuff from last year, and you're like, well, you know, it looks kind of real. This is like, at no point do you question that what you're seeing is not real. It is just yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and it brought me onto Team Timmy Chalamet full full force. I'm like, the 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 kid can act like he's yeah. good. <laughs> so So, uh, yeah. Dune. What can I say? It's nice. fucking it rocks.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Um, I've got two more. I want to touch on here that I feel like I'm obligated to. Do it. Um, the first one is, uh, I watched the Marvels, um, oh, yeah. made its way to Disney plus this week
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not the first day, but the second day I was like, yeah, I'm going, going on this movie. Um, I, I don't know where to begin with this movie. Cause I like this movie.
0: Yeah. It's not bad.
1: It's not bad. I wouldn't call it the worst MCU movie. No. Um, It's not in the middle. It is a a weaker MCU movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my biggest issue is the script. Yeah. I think everything kind of performance-wise, like, style-wise kind of hits, you know? I think it just doesn't – it's got this weird, weak spine to it that, like, you're just kind of like – Okay, you know, like yeah. the villain is ill-defined at best. Mm-hmm. What's her name there? Um, the villain, uh, I don't even recall. Uh, no, 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 uh, Monica Rambeau. Oh yeah, is that her name? Yeah, Monica yeah.
0: Rambeau. Uh, Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what?
1: Exactly. This is what the problem is right here. But Monica Rambeau, like, is kind of there just to be a like, let us exposition away the questions here, mm-hmm. and then you know, Kamala Khan is is easily and hands away like the best part of this um so good and like it it has these beats that i'm like this this is there's something here like when they're learning to like control each other i'm like this this has got rhythm this has got like momentum it's fun you know there's there's something yeah that's fun they're having a good time it's like character development a little bit but then it's just like it doesn't really give us anything deep yeah you know yeah um and then the bad person the bad person, the bad guy is just like, you know, the villain from Spaceballs, like yeah. trying to steal the planet's air.
0: So lame. Like weird.
1: Yeah. So lame. <laughs> and like that's the thing. I, I'm like, I don't know if this was the script was um cranked out, you know, uh, to try and like get it done mm. or where it fell apart. But like I feel like four or five more drafts on this, and there's something here. Yes but there's stuff in the, like there's a bunch of stuff that's just kind of, blah. so,
0: yeah, just underwhelming. Um, and this one, yeah. like it had so much potential, but it also is like, it's coming on the heels of all of the, everything that's already happened. And yeah, it suffers from the Wakanda forever. It has to be all things at the same time. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a bummer. It's just a bummer. Well, now ne- I don't think we'll get another Marvel's movie. Like I doubt it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't either. Um, if we want to get into like spoilery sure. thing, I guess too, at the end, when they're in the other universe and beast is there and he's yeah. talking about Charles, a CG beast. I don't, I don't understand that. I, and like Kelsey Grammer too, like Kelsey Grammer's beast and the, the other ones there was totally great. Yeah. In you know what costume. I mean? Like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's like so good. I don't understand what the argument is for making that a CG character. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I am proud. I didn't watch that. I, I had seen that he was in it. I got like spoilers from YouTube clips of plenty of times. Um, I think actually like the day after it came out, I saw a thing that was like beast in the MCU. And I was like, eh. you go. Um, but I didn't watch it until after the movie. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. And then the last one that I watched that I really want to talk about is I watched American fiction. Uh, yes. The other night um, yeah. I saw on the internet that it wasn't going to come to rental on VOD until like March 8th. Mm. So I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm, you know, just has been dying to watch it. Yeah. And this
0: movie's incredible. It's so good. So you guys bought it. The
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Worth buying this. I'll watch <laughs> this it, I'll American watch fiction it again. and the whale. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, this movie, like, it's really interesting because this movie is not what it was marketed as. No. Like at all. No. Um, And I feel like you get that sense from it very quickly, Mm -hmm. which is good because then you go, oh, this is going to be something different. Mm -hmm. And that makes it more like, you know, if I was like expecting what was shown in the trailers for more than like half an hour. Right. If I was like, okay, like get to the, like the fun book part. Right. That's a different experience for this movie. But I feel like, you know.
0: It's a family drama.
1: It's a family drama. It's incredibly acted incredibly written like i like solid four stars like just absolutely great um hysterical so the soundtrack is amazing yeah um yeah i mean it's weird because i'm like i don't know what to really else to 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 say about it like the only thing i guess i could i could knock it for is i feel like it was a little bit left and right in terms of its like tonal magic Mm. there's like this scene when he's writing the book Mm -hmm. with Keith David, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, all right, like if we're going to get into this like kind of magic area where like it's him interacting with his, his characters and things like that, I'm here for it. And then that was kind of just like a one scene thing. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And then it ends. Yeah.
1: Um, the ending I think is a little, was a little tough too for me. I, I, I've seen that before where they, without, without getting into spoilers, where they like, kind of like have this whole thing. And then, you know, they take a left turn to, to wrap everything up. And I was like, ah, ah, right. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's great across the board.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just got to say, man, Sterling K Brown, no matter what he does, no matter what, what he's in or what he's doing, he is always so good and he's one of those guys that I'm like, you know, we talked about this with Jeffrey Wright a little bit, but he's one of those dudes that like rarely gets to fucking cook in a movie. And no matter yeah. what the part... like He is hysterical in this movie. He's also one of the more tragic figures in this movie. But yeah. he plays it with such a perfect tone and this gravitas that you just don't get if you don't have someone like him in this film. And yeah. I think him playing off of Jeffrey Wright um, and Issa Rae, like everybody... It they just got it. They just got it to such yeah. a degree that I, yeah, I loved this movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I yeah. I mean, yeah, Sterling K. Brown is great in this. I don't know that this beats out like Charles Melton.
0: Oh sure, sure.
1: You know, like yeah, I, it's not supporting. a lot. It, there's not a lot there for him for supporting. You Definitely, know? he's in like three or four scenes, which like they're high impact scenes, and he's amazing in them. For but sure. I'm like, I don't know. I I, I am less convinced of his. Yeah, uh, even as I say that though, I'm like, no, that's not true. But
0: Well, you know, if you're comparing it to someone like Charles Melton who like he his he had to do something so much tougher and so much mm-hmm. more like we'd never see, I'd never seen him period. Like I've seen yeah. Sterling K Brown act on 6 seasons of This Is Us and do those tough things. Um so I totally understand that, but uh but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just American fiction kind of came out of left field and Yeah it's just and it's great it's just good it's just funny as hell and just heartfelt and you can tell that cord really cares about this and tells it with grace so
1: well and like it yeah and it's like a great topical commentary yeah that i feel like is really appropriate for right now
0: yeah boston based you know boston based